0: I'm Keegan. And I'm Madigan. And you're listening to Your Your Angry Angry Neighborhood Neighborhood Feminist. Feminist. This is a podcast where we explore the world through our own personal feminist perspectives. And today is a mini episode. Mini episode. As it is every Thursday. Yes. In case you didn't know. The routine
1: down by now. Down pat. It's the opposite of My Favorite Murder if you're a My Favorite Murder fan.
0: Yes. So you can get one mini and one full length if you listen to both. Yeah. On opposite days. Look at that. Yeah? And sometimes our minis aren't even that mini. They're not. Although sometimes their minis aren't that mini either. That's true. Before we go right into it, why don't we do this? Because we usually do this at the end, but I think we should put it in the beginning since it's coming up. Our first live show... Is on Saturday. Saturday. Yes, and we are going to be doing favorite literary feminists at just a very tiny, like little mini show. But if you wanna come meet us, pick up a sticker, definitely come do that. All of our info is in our Instagram bio. Yes. So we'll just throw that in there at I'm the top so of the show. Excited for it. Excited I'm getting more and and nervous. Excited. I'm nervous too, but like
1: no matter what, we're gonna get through it, and it's gonna be great. Yeah, no matter what happens, it's, it's half gonna an be, hour. Who can't right? survive half
0: an hour? Right, we can do this. Yeah, we're wonderful
1: people. We good. can do this, Keegan. That was a good pep talk. Thanks. Excellent. I do what
0: I can. You know. I think we should maybe start with this. This is kind of breaking our habit of starting with the worst. Okay. But... Is it an update? Because I have update information. It's an update.
1: Okay, you're going to talk about the Thai... Yes, of course. Okay, so I'm totally ready. A team of 19 divers that were international and from Thailand all went in and rescued these people over three days. And it was... Rough. It was grueling. It was a fucking miracle. There's a quote from a from a Navy SEALs post on Facebook that says, "We are not sure if this is a miracle, a science, or what, because the fact that they got all of them out alive is nuts."
0: Right. I mean, there was one fatality. There was a fatality so there, on the first day. So this was a three day ordeal, and on the yeah. first day there was a Thai Navy SEAL. Who did not make it? Yeah, I mean, and we are talking a Navy SEAL expert diver. Yeah, like this the is fact how... that
1: thirteen, that twelve kids plus a twenty-five year old coach with no diving experience survived.
0: Right? Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It is unbelievable. This is. I know someone still lost their life, and it's it's horrific and and really sad and terrible in that way. But this is for the most part the best-case scenario. Yeah. That these kids were in this cave. These kids and this coach were in this cave for three weeks, almost. And something that I didn't even think of was not only were they in a claustrophobic situation where they had no food and it's, like, damp, but also, they're in an under... Ground cave so it's also complete darkness yeah can you imagine complete darkness for no. three
1: weeks no that is literally my nightmare we need to get all these kids in therapy stat.
0: yeah now and the coach honestly because I do feel bad for him he oh, got yeah. them in this situation and like you that's something that you never like you yeah. can never forgive yourself for yeah and, yeah. But I did hear that everyone in Thailand is kind of, like, rallying around him. Like, yeah,
1: because he didn't... Like, it's one of those things where you have to accent. realize he didn't mean to do it. He but wasn't everyone being malicious. In the, everyone
0: in the States, because we're all cynical as shit, we're yeah, like... Yeah, we're
1: like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, we play game. Yeah. So the trip back was, like, rocky, treacherous, and in parts it was flooded in this whole, like, six-mile cave network. Um... They And are, the opening
0: was like the size of a basketball hoop. Some of the tiny. openings
1: were so small that some of the, the smallest opening was fifteen inches. And can we
0: talk about how a lot of these kids also did not know how to swim?
1: Yes, they had to go their people would go down every day. Let me find where this um so the divers would like like how would they Okay. How did they teach them to swim? I'm so confused as how they were able to communicate so with I don't them.
0: think they taught them to swim, I think that they carried them out.
1: Because I was reading that the
0: divers taught them to swim. Oh, that wasn't my understanding. My understanding was that they were literally, like, putting these kids on their backs and taking them out. I mean, and, they may have. But the opening to get in and out was so small that they... they had to take their tanks off. They, and they then had to, like, separate them. from the kids and pull them through, which I can't imagine how terrifying that yeah. would be. Well, um, the way... The
1: photo... a photo that I was looking at, it looks like the kids were, like, in between. Oh, maybe so,
0: holding on to, like... I think
1: that they... Well, because they had communication with them, so I think there was maybe a way for them to, like communicate, teach them how to swim, and then maybe some of the boys in there knew how, And like, but it was not like well, a practice,
0: let's get yeah. you in the water and doggy paddle, it was like... And they may have also been, if there was one diver in front of them and one diver behind them, it, and they were holding on to a string between them, it may have been less like swimming and more just like kicking pulling. and holding on. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's probably what they did. Um, But the coach also taught them to meditate to keep them calm. Oh, my God. Which I think is so sweet sweet and loving and amazing. And he he
0: also gave up his food the last few days. Yeah. Because, you know, he... I cannot imagine... Look, was this poor judgment on everyone involved uh, you can't just put it on the coach like Mm-mm. this is an assistant coach so there's a head know, coach there's parents and like, people are also like they need someone to point a finger at right. and they're choosing him
1: because he's in there because he with was them. there and yeah. he took
0: them and like yeah it's it's bad judgment on everyone yeah. involved but i also cannot imagine being in this poor man situation yeah like, yeah because the guilt alone like the guilt alone yeah these are all children 11
1: to 16 year old children that were in your
0: care yeah like like their parents trusted you to be able to do this oh yeah
1: I can't imagine how bad you would feel yeah um, the group was found trapped in a flooded area, as we know, that was a half mile below surface and 2.5 miles from the cave's mouth. So this really was a long... This is, like, imagine swimming for almost three miles, no. having not swam before. Um, I can Hoping barely, that your tank works and your mask and I all that I can barely shit. make
0: it up a flight of stairs without right? getting winded. Like, this
1: is... Awful, um, but the the rescue team was able to pump about forty percent of the water out of the cave, and I guess like it was kind of fucking with the farmers because it was like flooding their crops in the surrounding area. So but like, they were, like, sorry, priorities. We have to get this water yeah. out of here. You know. Yeah.
0: Hopefully they will be uh Okay, yeah. You I do know, I do love yeah. the best with them. That didn't mean to be like no, fuck your f- crops, you know, cuz that's their livelihood. That's their livelihood. Yeah, I hope that they were, you
1: know, helped out in some way eventually, but um they began their first attempt on Sunday and they paired uh each boy had two divers with them. So this is a lot of people at stake. Uh, the boys were equipped with a full face mask designed for beginning divers, and the pros carried oxygen tanks for the boys. But again, like we said, that some of them were so small that passing through, they uh, had to give the tank to the person ahead of them. I have a quote here. That says, this is from Vox.com, that said, Rescuers need to hold the boys' oxygen tanks in front of them and swim pencil-like through submerged holes. Ugh. Having completed this section, the boys are then handed over to separate specialist rescue teams who help assist them through the r- remainder of the cave, much of which they can wade through. But, like, just imagine, like, I mean, you have to swim No, with everything about precision. this is my nightmare. Everything it's about this is my nightmare.
0: There's nothing about this that is not to me, the scariest thing in the world. And
1: like, the first dive, it took nine hours for the divers
0: to get the first group of boys out. Nine, can you imagine swimming for nine
1: hours through two and a half miles? Yeah, even an expert diver, that's gonna take you down, you know? I mean, it's just horrible. And then, so, they are all apparently in good health. They're kind of slowly giving information, but they're like... That's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I mean, I'm sure that there are some issues that they're dealing with, and psychologically, I'm sure there's even more, but... Like, they're gonna survive. Like, they're yeah, okay. Yeah. You know? Can you imagine um, the
0: parents? Well, That's what this I is the thought, thing.
1: Like... The parents can't even see them yet. Did you read that they're in quarantine? <gasps> oh, they have to be in quarantine don't, don't for four, four days. Oh, you don't know you don't what don't they, know they were what... exposed to. Oh my God. So, the parents who are so worried Our have not parents. even been able to see them. But it's really cute because the boys were asking for bread and chocolate spread. I mean, they were just. It's yeah. like bread and Nutella. Oh. Like, we just want some food, please. They're and they're so like, fuck yeah. Here's some fucking bread and Nutella. We got you. Kids and they're saying that that's a good sign that they're hungry. They're I mean through this whole thing it seems like they've had some sense of humor. Like these boys are just kind of like dealing. Do you know it's that childhood resilience though? I mean me as a child though I would have been so dramatic. But like these boys are like they they're just like. Do you know how I react
0: when I have a mild inconvenience in my life? (laughs) I know like there is no way (laughs) there is no way that I would get through this without Keegan, being like <laughs> can you imagine us in that cave? Oh my, god. oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. And I'd be just fucking
1: pissed. Is really what I would be. I'd just so I would be mad. crying. Kiko, be like, "What the fuck, everybody?" I'd be like, can
0: stop. I just need you to hold me for 2 minutes, okay?" Yeah. I, just... I would just be bitter. I'd just be super Ugh. fucking bitter. When they when they showed up to drag me out, I'd be like, "About time." <laughs> About damn Where time. Where have you been? Mother Fuckers.
1: I've been I don't in this care cave if it's a three week. It's a three mile swim. Fuck it. I'm gonna swim by myself. Yeah. I don't need you. I don't need you. I'm fine. Get out of here. And I'd be like, I just want my mom, please. I'd be like, also get Madigan out of here. Get Madigan the fuck out. I can't with her anymore. Podcast over. Friendship.
0: Over, I would just need a break. Listen, three weeks is a long time for these boys too. I'm like, three weeks is a long time to be trapped with yeah. like other people. No, like, I feel like anyway. I would just need, I would
1: just need to be held really tightly,
0: and like, shh, it's okay, it's okay for like ten minutes. Yeah, the the. Do you know how long though? I mean, I have to say this. Like, do you know how long I would milk this experience as far as just being like, I was stuck in a cave. I don't bitch. have to go back to work ever. I, if anyone tried to give me shit at work, I'd be like, "Are, are you serious?" Right I now? was stuck in a cave for three like, weeks.
1: Keegan, we really need to see that report on the. I'm stuck excuse in a me. cave. Cave girl, cave right here. <laughs> Don't say shit to me right now. No, <laughs> done. Give me all the money. I'm never working a day in my life. Watch them like all be like playing soccer in two weeks or something. Like we're gonna keep yeah, yeah, you guys cause, updated because these kids. they're, gonna they're be kids. Fun. That's the thing is, kids are so. Amazing that they can like adapt to so many things and think of things differently than adults do. Like, we are so cynical and awful, but yeah.
0: But, um, oh, did you hear that they're already thinking about making a movie? Yep, I sure already. did. Already. Of course. They hopped on this shit fast. Of course they did. I don't know. There's something about that that feels... I understand they have to because, like, there's going to be people swarming in to try and get the rights, but, like, at well, we the same time, who, it just seems so, like, this, can we just give it a minute? Like, yeah. can we give it, like, a day? But
1: at the same time, think of it this way, that the things that are made movies are remembered. That's true. Learned from. Like, true. it can be a good thing. You can also look at it from the side of, like, can we please just, like, let these people no, heal? No, you're right. You're right. I mean, there's a negative and a positive. I'm just here to give you the positive side, because if you just gave the positive side, then I would give the negative side. <laughs> That's true. I just got to be the yin to your yang. You know what I'm saying? Perspectives. Exactly. Perspectives. All right, give us a few of your other stories because I just have like a. I only have
0: two more. I have conversation one conversation
1: starter at the end. I
0: have one serious one and then one very fun one that I'm excited about. Um, so the serious one that I just feel like we have to talk about because it happened this morning mm-hmm. is that Trump Knew chose it. his um Supreme Court justice nominee because, as we know, Justice Kennedy is retiring like a little bitch that's not very nice of me, but he's being kind of an asshole right now. Who's being a little bitch? Sorry. Um, Justice Kennedy for retiring oh, yeah. right now. Yeah. Um. So Justice Kennedy has been the swing vote on so many like huge major victories, you know, um, affirmative action, abortion decisions, um, same-sex marriage, things like that. Like, Justice Kennedy has kind of been in the middle. He's kind of like a moderate vote. Sometimes he swings conservative yeah. but on these like social issues he has swung liberal in the past and he is going so already trump has already gotten to pick a supreme court justice because like when scalia died and obama was president it was 2016 and they were like well obama shouldn't get to choose the next supreme court justice the next president should get to choose the supreme court justice which is shady as shit like but that's what happened that's what happened so trump got to pick Gorsuch as his as his next like Supreme Court justice, <sighs> so Gorsuch made a lot of decisions very similarly to Scalia, so it really didn't make a huge difference as far as the way things kind of swung in in the Supreme Court. Right. However, Kennedy is going to be a much bigger deal. So they got this Brett Kavanaugh guy. He's a young guy, which means that he will be potentially on the Supreme Court.
1: For a forever. long
0: time. ever, There are pros and cons to this decision as far as, like, as far as I know. Listen, I am not an expert. I've just gathered information all day to try and, like, come off as semi-coherent.
1: I'm really proud of you because I purposely was like, I'm not touching this right now. I know Keegan's gonna, and I'm just I'm gonna... i trying,
0: and I don't know that I even got that much, but I will tell you what I know. You teach me things, <laughs> so you'll do great. So, he is on the plus side... Of the list that Trump was given... Now, granted, the list that Trump was given had already been picked by conservatives for, like, these are the people that you should look at. So, of the list that Trump was given, Kavanaugh is the most moderate of that list. So, the least conservative. So, there is that. But... But. (laughs) He is still really conservative when it comes to things like workers' rights like for or, and for instance like did you ever see blackfish that thing about the no whale? but i know about it so good but when that whole thing went down and they were talking about like someone filed something against SeaWorld when that went down mm-hmm. and the the worker died and they were like SeaWorld didn't do enough because of the way they're treating these whales they didn't do enough to protect divers who like went in with those whales and he voted against that and basically was like SeaWorld's not responsible So he's very much like a big, big business, big company. Yeah, he wants to protect the big businesses, which makes sense for Trump. Right. Like, he is very conservative when it comes to things like that. Yeah. And the other thing, and I think this is probably the biggest reason why Trump chose him, is because he has said in the past that you shouldn't use special prosecutors to indict presidents when they are sitting presidents. Because he thinks that it... It
1: it will protect him from any, like... Right, so
0: I think that's why Trump Trump picked him, because his past comments have been
1: that... Okay, do you really think that Trump picked him, though, or if everybody's like, you're in shit, you better pick this guy? Well,
0: I don't know, I think... Because I feel like Trump doesn't make any of his own decisions. It depends on... Well, but I think if Trump was going to make a decision, he would make the decision that protected himself. Because at the end of the day... He could have had, he could have chosen justices that 100% would have tried to go after Roe v. Wade, that 100% would have tried to, like, turn back the clock on same-sex marriage and things like that, and not that this guy won't do that, but he went for someone who was socially a little bit more moderate, but... But will probably protect him. That has said in the past, so who knows where he's at now and, like, what he would decide to do now, but should it come to, and this is my understanding, that... We're kind of in new territory, and in that, it means that it may go to the Supreme Court as far as indicting a president. And if that happens, and the Supreme Court needs to make a decision on whether or not to do that, he chose someone who is likely to vote against that. But
1: also, he's just buying time, because he's not going to be president forever. If if anything, the longest he's going to be president is eight years, and then it's like, we got you.
0: Right, well, exactly, you know I mean? exactly. He's just buying because, time. Because Brett Kavanaugh, which I also think it's strange that we're going to have a Supreme Court justice named Brett, but that's different. <laughs> Brett, um, man! Brett Kavanaugh um, has said that he is against it for a sitting president because he thinks that it is a distraction for a sitting president to be indicted because they have all these other, like, issues they need to be focused on. True, but maybe... It, there are just, other people to take over, though. There's that's, other people... But then that's Mike Pence. I mean, and Mike, then that's shitty, but at the same time, I think fundamentally, you shouldn't be opposed to it all in all yeah. as an idea, yeah. as an idea. You know what I mean? Right. Um But what he has said is that they're free game once they're not president anymore. Yeah. So you're right in that aspect of, like, he would just be buying time, and that is provided that Kavanaugh still holds these views, which, who knows if it came down right. to making the decision.
1: Well, he... Uh, Trump must have had some sort of information to be able to make that decision. Yeah, I
0: mean, he's definitely a conservative that has run in conservative circles in Washington. I just so I just need to have a conversation with somebody
1: who had who voted for Trump just to like catch me up on like what they're thinking. Like do you do you still think the like do you, do you have to have your blinders on right now or like what do you see what do you I think, think is a, happening I
0: think a lot of people still really I think okay so here's my understanding of that situation is that amongst Republicans Trump is a Republican voters okay so this is what I heard he's the second highest approval rating since George W Bush in his first term okay which is to say something however. What you're basically saying is that he has, among Republican voters, the second highest approval rating since the last Republican president. Yeah. So, that's not really saying that much. But what it is saying is that, like, there are people out there who really do still support him. They must just have
1: blinders on. I mean, we talked about this, where it's like, we only surround ourselves with certain types of media for the most part. part Especially with what we do. Um, they must just do the same thing.
0: They must just have to block Absolutely. things out. But it's just it's it's well, very it's very disheartening. And for me. it is what we've talked about before. Also, in terms of what we are in right now is a more than anything else, like more than actual beliefs and ideals. Yeah. It is a culture war. It's a culture war. So it's like because if you went to a a really conservative person or a Republican, and and you said, um, doesn't this sound good? Doesn't this sound good? Doesn't this sound good? And you don't present it as liberal ideologies. They'd probably be like, yeah, those things sound great, but the minute you say certain language that, that is a liberal ideology, they'll immediately be like, well, I didn't mean that. That's not what I want. Then. Yeah. Because it's it's. I'm about really the culture.
1: fascinated about going. I'm going home to Minnesota, and I'm I'm very curious to know what's. What's in store for me?
0: You'll be okay, because I just came home from Missouri. But no, I you're... know I'll
1: be okay, but, like, I'm just, not as far as, like, conversations or arguments, just more of, like, what am I going to observe? What am I going to hear? You know, like... It is different. If I see my family that I haven't seen in years, am I, what am, how am I going to feel? What am I going to feel like? What am I, you know, it's, it's, I'm hyper aware and my beliefs are also such a large part of my life, especially now being that this is like a business for us. What we do is Mm -hmm. our belief system.
0: Yeah.
1: It's interesting. And a lot of it for me becomes like a personal thing where it's like, what do they think of what I do? Because I talk very openly about what I do. Um, I
0: mean... You know? I mean, that's a thing. Coming from, like, a very conservative family that I can say... I don't know. It varies from family to family. My family is very, like, accepting, and I am able to have conversations with, like, my mom, for instance, that, right. like, we are on very opposite sides but of things politically. you're
1: in communication with these people yeah. on a fairly regular basis. You might get people I'm who not try to in, rile you up. Yeah, I'm not in a... Yeah. I'm not in a relationship with these people where we talk regularly. Right. Like, there are family secrets that we do not tell certain people. Like, it's us, the game. Yeah. So, it's going to be... I'm excited to see, and I'm interested to see what that experience is going to be like.
0: I think it is a really interesting thing, because what we have going on right now is such a cultural divide. It, right. It, it's not... It's not the same as it has been in the past, where it's kind of like, oh, you know, like Democrats and Republicans can kind of like get along in a way, where it's just like Republicans are like, oh, I'm just fiscally conservative, and that's why I vote this way, or like this or that, because yeah, now oh, they're... it's how I was raised, my yeah. parents, and I was always very much like, okay, cool, yeah, I understand, we I mean, get and it, I, and I'm still like, okay, like that's to me. I do think there is an aspect of needing to be able to stop and have a conversation with another person. Well, that's how I feel too is that i Yeah, I think you have
1: to. I'm never going to straight up be like, you are completely wrong because I don't want to be told that I'm completely wrong. And you cannot get
0: through to a person that way. You can't. And it's hard because when I'm home by myself, I'm like, fuck this way of thinking. Yeah. But when you're in front of someone else who has that mindset, you will never change their heart or their mind.
1: And you also see them as being a person and as sad and as frustrated as they are, it's like just what are you gonna? They're They're a human being, and I, right. For and they're me, complicated. I
0: don't, don't want to hurt them. Right. That's not the way to do it. And, and it's who knows just, how they got to this conclusion? Either. Yeah. But I do think it's very interesting and and upsetting. And I have to check myself on the left. I need to check myself to not be so actively participating in these culture wars because. That's truly what it is, and it, we will we will never recover as a country. I truly believe that no. like, we will never recover as a country and if, if we cannot, at some point, be able to look past it being like an us versus them situation. Yeah, I mean, we will never. But recover.
1: I don't think we're gonna look past that for a long time. We won't, and I don't think we're gonna look past that until we have a different president and a different government. I
0: agree. Who is a little bit more understanding of both sides. Right, but that is why it's so scary to potentially have... A Supreme Court justice. That's, yeah, because... Yeah, you, that's like a, it's you, like a kingship, but they could be there forever. And you are running the risk of, and, you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she's not going to live forever, you know what yep. I mean? Like, so you are, you're running this risk of, like, we have generations of things that could be undone, you know? Um, and that's yep. really, really scary, and I think that that is, and we'll move on from this, because we're running long, we're going to run long this episode, but that is one of those things that I feel like when we were talking about what we were concerned about yeah in the 2016 election what we were concerned about if Trump were to win this is one of those things yeah where it's just like you were like oh you just have to deal with it for four to eight no. years and it's like no 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 we're gonna have to deal with the repercussions of this for um ever. do you remember how
1: long it took Obama to fix George Bush's shit it took a long ass time well, and this is
0: gonna be even
1: way even longer. worse yeah yeah by, by a lot. So, I'm going to read you guys a BuzzFeed article. Do it. Entitled, an Instagram model was attacked by a shark while trying to get a pretty beach pic.
0: I... Can we all relate? I mean. (laughs) I mean. But listen to this story and you're
1: going to... Your eyes are going to roll hard. I'm ready. Katarina Zaruski... Okay. Is a nineteen year old college student who has been modeling since she was fourteen. She also blogs and shares travel and lifestyle tips on her Instagram where she has where she has over thirteen hundred followers. Here's a cute pic of her with a starfish. Oh okay. Soup's cute, right? Zarutsky? Gotti he is her last name, apparently, who is studying international business and nursing at the University of Miami. Okay, so girl's getting an education, though. She's All right. getting an education. Told BuzzFeed News on her that her Instagram account grew pretty organically. She loves to travel. I've been blessed with many opportunities, she says. So, about a month ago, Zaruski, Zarutsky, this bitch, I will, <laughs> this person, I, I will buy either one of those, so. this woman went to the Bahamas with her boyfriend and his family. She got some amazing shots. They're pretty amazing. Like, she's an Instagram model. They're fucking cool.
0: She knows how to use those filters, those apps. Like, she's look at She's,
1: like, got all the shit mm-hmm. down. All the shit down. All the colors are more colorful. It's great. It's like the Wizard of Oz in Technicolor. Saturated. Saturated. Uh, exposure. We're just naming things <laughs>
0: that we see on our phone. We're like, uh...
1: When I'm on, like, Visco or whatever it's called. <laughs> the SEO. I don't even fucking know. One day on the trip, Zaruski was walking back from lunch when she happened upon a spot where nurse sharks were swimming. She said she saw multiple people swimming around in the pool with the sharks and wanted to get a photo with them. Nurse sharks are calm creatures, she said, adding she had seen Instagram photos of people swimming next to animals Bitch, so many times before. You
0: can't just judge Instagram photos like nope. I just I don't think that that's nope. wise. No,
1: no.
0: So consult swimming- a professional. So but
1: here's the thing. Swimming with nurse sharks in the Bahamas is a common activity, and they usually are, quote-unquote, harmless to humans, according to Exuma Online. The That's a tourist website which promotes the Bahamas' Exuma District touts the swim as a once-of-a-lifetime adventure.
0: Okay, so it is promoted for tourists, then. Yes. All right, then. I, I Sorry for what I said.
1: But still. Uh, Compass K which is in the northern Exuma chain, is a popular destination for tour boat operations that allows guests to swim with and feed nurse sharks. Uh, Even though her boyfriend's family was a bit skeptical, Zaruski couldn't pass up the opportunity for this (laughs) once-in-a-lifetime swim.
0: I can just picture her boyfriend's, like, mom being like, Um, honey, this is for a picture, can we not? I think maybe this isn't the best idea.
1: So look at this photo before it all goes down. She's just
0: laying like Jesus Christ on the cross... That kind of scares the shit out of me, though. Right? Like, honestly, like oh my not God. Be, not because I'm necessarily just scared of the sharks, which that's enough, but also because like anytime there's a lot of something in a small space, it yeah. grosses me out. Like, well,
1: like, I feel like it's also like, is there a reason that there's a lot of them in one small I'm space? I'm freaked
0: out by that picture. You know,
1: and she's laying. She looks like she's dead in the water. She's laying
0: splayed out like i said like she jesus christ, christ on the cross i love that oh. i said on the cross oh i went to superstar That's you know fine. that my my musical theater brain just it goes places. i
1: don't know how to love him okay i'm done she then laid her head back and the next photos show what happened Oh my
0: god! I'm so are you ready yes oh no it took her down took her down
1: i leaned back and then the shark And then that shark, he came, and he bit down on my arm and pulled me under, she said. Instead of freaking out, Zaruski said she remained calm and pulled her arm out of the water to stop the blood from dripping in and attracting more sharks. So there's photos of her holding her arm up above her head. I'm going to post all of these, because they're insane. She said she was scared, but knew she couldn't flail about if she wanted to make it out safely. Which is, I mean, I understand. Honestly,
0: she kept a really calm head for that situation.
1: When she got out of the water, she was very thankful when she saw that the shark had just bitten on her arm. I am lucky to have my hand, she says. And look at her fucking laughing in this photo with her, like, bandaged wow, arm.
0: she's an Instagram model. I'd be like, look at this shit. Again, I'm never working again. A shark bit me. Yeah, are you kidding me? I'm milking this for all it's worth. Forever. But you know why she's smiling? Is because she's imagining the Instagram likes in that picture. She's for real. Like,
1: she's like, I'm gonna be famous. I'm about to go
0: viral.
1: Yep. And she says it was a testament to how calm I stayed. She said, "Okay, now and, you're tooting your own horn. I right? don't like that exactly." In the month since Zaruski has been recovering from the bite, she says she had to take multiple antibiotics because the bacteria of the shark may have carried. Here's the bite. I like that that shark. Oh,
0: I like that that shark was just like, not today. No, I'm tired of this. All of you. I don't tourists, want to swim with you guys. I'm anymore. sick of you. Can you please get out of here? Like this yep. is my life. You're in my
1: house. Yep get away apparently she posted about it on monday she was immediately attacked with haters who told her she was blaming the shark however <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay that's kind of silly though i know right blaming the shark. i mean we
1: get the shit too um however she said she loves sharks and i'm not throwing them under the bus of course not they're fucking sharks yeah they're an um, animal they did
0: what they thought they had to do to she protect said themselves. she
1: knows the sharks did nothing wrong they're fucking animals like back off they are wild animals, exactly, and it's an uncontrollable situation, she said, adding that the experience has been a big learning lesson. Really? I'm, you don't see? You won't do that again. I'm going to talk in a minute, so that she cautioned everyone, thinking about s- swimming with sharks to know the risks. I'm sorry. I'm no, you're okay. <laughs> I would, I would recommend people to do it, but be smart about it, she said. You are in their home. Okay, well, you maybe should have taken your own advice, but that's all right. But, I mean, hindsight. You know now. Hindsight. 2020.
0: 2020. All right, the last thing that I have before we read a Sister Solidarity story. <gasps> yes. Is that one of my favorite Disney Channel movies from mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Life Size. Mm-hmm. They're coming out with a Life Size I two. know! I am saying it. Like, it. Yes! Uh. It was, but is Lindsay Lohan involved? Well, okay, hold on. So here's everything that you need to know. Life okay, everything. If you guys didn't know, if you're not from the states, or you didn't get it, or whatever, or if you didn't
1: have a childhood, yeah, I'm gonna be a little rougher a little here on your listeners. Here.
0: Life Size was one of my very favorite Disney Channel movies. I wish I could find it now because I would watch it right now. And I'm, sure I'm, it sure f- I'm sure you can find it on many websites. I'm sure I can find it anywhere. Keegan, I told you of the website where I find everything. I know, but that makes me very anxious for my computer. Oh, okay. Virus-wise. I've, I've been fine, but whatever. Um, So, Life Size was a movie about um, Lindsay Lohan. Mm-hmm. whose mother had died, because that was a thing in the 90s, mm-hmm. where your mom died and you were really sad. So yeah. her mom died... Only in the 90s, though. Like, they didn't die before or after that. It's just in the 90s. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, a Disney movies, I feel like, specifically in the 90s, it was, like, a, a lot... parent is
1: dead, and the, your life yeah. fucking
0: sucks. So she, her mom had died, and she's, like, bummed the fuck out. And she's like, I am going to try and bring my mom back using this magic spell. But what she actually ends up doing is bringing her... Barbie-esque doll back to life and Barbie is her Eve doll and her Eve doll is Tyra Banks Tyra fucking Banks um so she brings back Tyra Banks and Tyra Banks is like hey hi I'm Eve I'm Eve and it's my job to help girls all over the world or whatever her like catchphrase is and it's amazing Tyra Banks is a really bad actress but it's it's fine you you forgive it, it Is buy good. into it. But she's playing a doll. Lindsay Lohan is so cute and good in that movie, actually. It's, like, it's post parent trap pre-everything pre- else. Pre-Mean yeah. Girls. Pre-all pre- that stuff. yes So she plays like a 13-year-old. So she's probably around 12 or 13 at yeah. that time. And she's so cute. Her voice hasn't changed yet. She hasn't gone through puberty. She's yep. like the cutest. They are coming out with a sequel to this after however many years. People have
1: been asking for this for a they long time. They have been. And
0: they announced in 2015 that they were considering doing it. Uh-huh. And they just confirmed it this Today. year. They were like, this shit's going down. Yeah. And... So the movie will premiere on Freeform which used to be ABC Family. Really, not Disney Channel? No, Free, well ABC and Is Disney. Is it going to be a little bit more adult then? Um, I don't think so because it's
1: because if it's on ABC... Free Farm, they I mean not adult, but like maybe a little bit more, not as like Mm-mm, like little kid. I
0: don't know because it was previously ABC Family, so it's still nope, got that vibe. But Free Farm is Pretty Little Liars. No, I know, but it but shows even... that deal with like no, I know, issues. but but even with that, it's going to be. I don't think so. It because it's going to be happening during the twenty five days of Christmas on Freeform, which is usually a lot of, like, feel-good, really, like, feel-good feel movies. That's true. The only reason I said that
1: is because they are coming out with a Kim Possible movie that's coming out on Disney Channel, I believe. So I was wondering if there was a reason that they like a, were doing... Like, a real-life
0: Kim Possible movie or yeah. an animated one? Yeah. No, I haven't heard about that. Yeah, live-action. Kenny Ortega is involved, I believe. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Um, so Tyra Banks is going to be in it, of course, which I wonder how they're going to handle that because she looks amazing. To me, I love Tyra. She looks amazing. But she's she obnoxious, the same. But she's not... She's not a doll. You know what I mean? Like, dolls don't age. Right. And, like, she has aged. So, I wonder how they're going to play that. Yeah. Um, I don't remember how the movie ended. Like, I don't remember if she stayed... I don't know, but yeah. how you how you work that. I thought she went back to a doll, but that's I that's what I thought could too. Be wrong, so maybe there's something to be. Said It'll be about good. That. Maybe time catches up. They're going to explain it. I'm I believe in them. And then the actress Francia Raisa, mm-hmm. who is from Groenish, she will be joining the cast as Grace Manning, the other female lead. So basically, the premise is that Grace is the CEO of a toy company started by her mother, but things go awry when she realizes she may not be able to handle the job. She's really cute. Um, she was on
1: The Secret Life of the American Teenager did you ever watch that yeah okay I know I was I obsessed
0: with that show as bad as it was it was <laughs> so good so when asked about Lindsay Lohan Tyra really really wants Lindsay Lohan to of be of course to. because it's the original But, I don't know. I have mixed
1: feelings about this. No, I don't want Lindsay Lohan as a part of it, necessarily.
0: I I mean, I think it would be
1: a cool, nostalgic thing. Yes. But I don't think it's worth it. Yes, for
0: nostalgia's sake, I like the idea of it. But working with Lindsay Lohan sounds like a fucking nightmare. She's bananas. Like, so... She was on Steve Harvey's show, uh, Tyra, and she was asked if Lindsay Lohan would be reprising the role, and she said, Lindsay Lohan will be in Life Size too. Yes, I really, really want her to. Those are conflicting comments. Either she will really, be, or, she you really, really wants or you really, her
1: really want, want her to. She's probably um, saying that, like, oh, if I have anything to say about it, she will be. Right. Said, I'm wondering
0: if she'll make, like, a cameo... Well, hold on. She said, we're talking about it right now, and she has to come back. She has to come back. So she keeps talking, and she says, we're working on the script now, and I'm telling the writer I don't want her to have just a cameo. I feel like she was just as important to Life Size 1 as I was. She was. Of course. That's the thing about Tyra, where I'm like, no duh, Tyra. Like, I, I like Tyra, but I'm also like, you're probably a little insufferable. Yeah. But she was like, I feel like she was just as important to Life Size 1 as I was, so I want her to have a role, at least three or four scenes. I think she should play herself, grown up, like Casey in Life Size, grown up. So we'll see. Um, I mean, I feel like Lindsay is kind
1: of like Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. They're kind of beyond it. She's tried to milk
0: the fame. It hasn't worked. I just feel like it's not going to I don't think happen. she's the same as Mary-Kate and Ashley, because I think Mary-Kate and Ashley actively try to avoid being in the public whereas I think well, Lindsay Lohan didn't do that. I she think, didn't, but I feel like now she's not uh, she's, still, true. she's she's still not, milking her fame. She's yeah, just not in she's the not United Oprah and shit being well, sober. Well, she's not anymore, but no. she cuz she moved. She went to like Greece or something and she's still milking her fame. She's just not doing it in the states cuz we're tired of her bullshit. Like yeah. that's the problem is like I know a lot of people are like we're rooting for you Lindsay. Like we're waiting for you to come back and like of I'm course I'm not I'm over it. it. I say, I'm like,
1: I... You waited long enough.
0: I want you to get better. Of course. For you. But stay out of the spotlight because the spotlight is what ruined you. I mean, and if she ever made a comeback, I'd be like, that's fine, but... I'm tired of giving her a chance. Like, I'm like, I don't care if she's in life-size 2 or not to me. Like, I'm just like... No. I mean,
1: in in a perfect world where Lindsay was not the way she was, that would be great. Because Lindsay Lohan was such a big part of my childhood. I mean, Freaky Friday. Parent Trap was my shit. Yeah, I loved Parent Trap. That's what got me into skinny dipping, guys. And streaking. (laughs) Love it. But she... Like her movies were such a big part of my growing up that I would love for her
0: to be different, but she's not. And and she's given us no indication that
1: she's willing
0: to be. No, I mean she's
1: well, she's tried to give us indication that she's willing to be when she goes on Oprah
0: and is like, "I'm getting better." But But she fucked up that experience. Do you know what happened? I'm trying to remember. I know something happened, but what happened? They could not maintain that reality. They had a reality show for for her where Oprah actively was like trying to get her help. Yeah, but they couldn't. Make it, they had to cancel that show because she literally could not stick to a production schedule. She couldn't show up to things on time. She couldn't be at photo shoots on time. She was rude to people when she would show up late for like interviews and photo shoots and things. And they had to put the kibosh on that. And like, so to me, I'm just like, everyone is giving you every opportunity to be better and everyone wants to see you succeed. And you are actively fighting against that. And so it's just like, I. What are you going to do? There are a lot of people who need our help, and at some point you have to take responsibility for your shit. You yep. know what I mean? Like, yep. Well, um, maybe
1: moving to Greece and getting out of the spotlight a little bit. Maybe that's what she needs. Maybe
0: it is. You know, I don't know. Like, maybe it is. Yep. Um, okay, so we have uh, we have a sister solidarity story to read. I feel like we should break these up, maybe. Mm-hmm. And so I have the one that I really want to read from
1: Sienna, from Higgins my bestie back home. Yeah, one of
0: my oldest friends. Um, and I feel like this one kind of piggybacks on. Our last episode about, like, skin confidence and body yes. confidence, so we're going to talk about this one. Let's All right. Let's do it. When I was growing up, my mom would take us kids to Whitewater. Now, Whitewater is like a um, water park. Yeah. It's like, you know, like water rides and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lazy River, etc. Got it. I love Lazy um, Rivers so much. So fun. I love them. Um, if I don't think about how gross water parks are, I actually really, really like them. I love them. But she would take us to Whitewater at least once a week during the summer, bless her mind. Wow. Yeah, it's expensive. Wow. I think they used to get a pass. Well, but I mean like that's a like that's fucking fun. And it was far cuz we lived in we lived in Willard, Missouri, which is a small town in Missouri, and this was I mean it wasn't far, but it was like an hour away. So That's like us with Valley Fair. Valley yeah. Fair wasn't like close, but it was like far enough that it was like a trip. A trip. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, she would take us to Whitewater at least once a week during the summer. Bless her heart. I love that she says bless her heart. Yeah. It's such a southern thing. Bless her heart. Sometimes we got to bring a friend with us. In the morning, Mom would be preparing a lunch for all of us while she was cooking breakfast. Mom would have already gotten ready for the day while she was getting everything and everyone Aww. else ready for the day. So, this meant that Mom was in the kitchen cooking breakfast in her bikini. Pause. Yes. So when she says a friend stayed the night, she means I stayed the night. Why is she saying that? I don't know. <laughs> she means it was me, and I remember this so distinctly. It was a hot pink bikini. I I was picturing a hot pink bikini.
1: It was a hot pink bikini. I was picturing like a very Stacy's mom buxom bikini. It was a push-up. Yes. Was, well, not a
0: push-up. It was an underwire. Yeah. Hot pink bikini. I, that's what I was picturing, um, is She She's like, like a light brunette. Kind of like your shade, actually. Okay. Yeah. So she um, she was cooking bacon in this bikini. Ugh! Girl, you're going to get burned! Yeah, that's, what I, that's my concern. At. Now, mom is no small woman. She has curves and boobs mm-hmm. and thick thighs. One night, my friend was staying the night, me, and got up the <laughs> next morning to mom cooking breakfast. I was so embarrassed that my friend had to witness my mom in next-to-nothing clothing cooking. Why would she do this to me? Anyway, time went on and life went on. Many years later, my friend told me that she thought my mom was confident about her body enough to sport the bikini. Yeah, Keegan! She didn't really think anything of it. Now that I'm older and not a small woman either, I just try to think back on that. Fake it until you make it. You don't have the confidence to wear that bikini to the pool? Pretend you do. Yep. Chances are no one is going to say anything about it, and if they do, they're going to look like the biggest asshole mm-hmm. everyone just wants to feel confident about themselves and their bodies Sienna <laughs> I love that story and then she follows up and says hope you can use this on your podcast again I love you ladies you are awesome I hope the next time I'm in LA I can meet you Madigan <laughs> yes Sienna I feel like I know you already she's wonderful she texts me every time after we I have know. an episode go up and tells me all the things that she liked about the episode
1: will you please screenshot and send me some of those yeah, I, just, I would love to see what she says they're so good she's I'm so sure good. It's like my mom who thinks the sun shines out my ass and like everything's great. <laughs> but it's but
0: amazing to have like super supportive friends who are like yeah. there for you and it, because it's hard to care about everything that your friends do all the time. Yeah. Like you know you've got because you have your own stuff going. Yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. Um, but I will say I I remember this day distinctly. Like I can picture it in well, my because head.
1: clearly it made an it made a mark on you to be like I can't believe how. Confident, your mom was.
0: Yeah, you remember yeah, I mean, because she was a bigger woman, and she because also by contrast, my mom was not always a bigger woman, but she's kind of you know a bigger woman now, and probably was inching towards that at that time. And she was very self conscious mm-hmm. about what she wore. Like to this day, I don't know the last time my mom wore a dress or sh- or anything that showed her legs. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So like that's kind of what I was dealing with at the time so for me it was so like noticeable and different well yeah because it's you've never seen your mom like that right to, yeah. to, to just not to just not care like who cares if other people right. see or me like this or to care
1: and to do it anyway. to do it anyway yeah, yeah.
0: and like um, or, or to just prioritize your own comfort yeah because it's hot yeah you know and whatever else above what we've we been saying above what other people think about what you're wearing yeah. I agree you know and I also thought that the choice of a hot pink bikini was just like you didn't just choose like the most inconspicuous bikini you could find you you're chose like, like i'm wearing hot pink a bright bright one to show, show off your body I, you know since we're talking about
1: about moms i my mom you know had her own body issues growing up and a lot of you know things like that when i was going through recovery it was when my mom finally kind of like took a look at her own self and her own uh relationship with her body and bought a bikini Mm. And my mom wears a beautiful black bikini. And my mom and I are built very similarly. We have long limbs. We have a lot. We have very thin limbs. I have my mom's legs. We're very leggy. Mm-hmm. But we both carry our weight in our stomachs. Uh-huh. And so my mom has not. She's always worn one pieces. Always since when I was born in the nineties. Every home video is a one piece, you know. But she's got this bikini that she wears, and she is just so. Fuck it, this is who I am.
0: Yeah, in this I, I think that there's As something... a
1: 67 year old woman being able to just be who she is. Like, that to
0: me is like a sexy mom move. Well, confidence in general is just the most sexy thing you can do. And I think that that is probably the most important thing that you can remember. Yeah. For me, whenever I'm struggling in my body, which I am right now, like more than I have in a long time, um, I think that the most important thing to try and remember is that, like, Most of the time, they're judging you more for being, like, self-conscious than they are about your body. If you just went out there and were really confident, what they're going to see is your confidence. They're not going to see all of these other things that are insecurities to you personally. And if they do, then, again, it's like Santa says, they are the asshole. They're the asshole. You're not the asshole. Like, they're the asshole. And
1: I'm going to remind you guys as listeners, and Keegan as well... Something that has really helped me when I have a negative thought specifically about my appearance or my body is I write that negative thought down on one side of my journal or one side of a page and then I write down what would my friend say or what would my healthy self say on the other side. And even if you need to see it all the time, if there's something specific in your life that you are thinking over and over and over again... Uh, Write it on a piece of paper and put it up in your kitchen or in your bathroom or a place where you feel particularly triggered, I guess. Yeah. And it will be a constant reminder. I had a whole list on my refrigerator, I mean, after I even considered myself being recovered. You know, it's a good reminder for yourself to know that there is a healthy side of your mind and of yourself that thinks differently than those bad thoughts do. Yeah,
0: I mean, and it's just like you always see those memes that are like, would you talk to your friend this way? Then right. you shouldn't talk to yourself right. this way. You and know? it's
1: true, but I, I feel like as someone who's gone through it a lot and, and does these things, I wanna give you guys as many tools as yeah. I can that have helped me. I mean, try it. Like yeah. it, it really it honestly really works well for me to journal that way. Yeah. And to like write all that stuff down, to write back to argue with myself, to be like, wait, 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 wait. You're thinking this thing and you're you're spinning out of control. Why are you doing that? Right.
0: This is what you really feel. Yeah. So, Um, Sienna, I just want to say I love you and thank you so much for submitting those stories. It means so much to me that you listen and it means... So much to me that you think to engage in this way. Thank you. Um, I appreciate it so so much, Sienna. I really love you as well. Even though I and don't you'll know meet you. her, you'll meet her when she comes. I out know, to but visit. I love every
1: time her name comes up on Facebook She's or Instagram or anything like that. Like it, it, makes me happy also because I love you so much. To know that you have people in your yeah. life that support you so much, it makes I me have, really I happy. Have really
0: good friends. I have the best friends. You really. do.
1: I mean, what did I say last episode? Like I love the fact that. Okay, guys, I have my birthday party on Saturday. And a lot, most of my close friends every year on my birthday bail on me. I'm not saying that, like, oh, poor me, because it always ends up awesome. And Keegan brought, like, her girlfriends with her because her friend, uh, her fiancé is having a bachelor party, so all of her girlfriends came with her. And, like, they made the biggest fucking deal about the fact that it was my birthday. Oh, my God, Maddie, it's your your birthday, birthday. boo And, like... I love my friends, but, like, they don't even, like... It's, like, it's cool, but they play it cool. Keegan's friends don't, play, we it don't cool. play it cool. We don't play it cool. No. Yeah, we go all in You make for the each other. biggest deal. Yeah. Madigan, what do you want to drink? What do you want to do this? What do you want to do that? And, like, I feel so special to be a part... Just to be near that, like, relationship and you energy. You can be in it. I mean, I'm starting to feel in it, which makes me feel really happy. But, like, just to be near that whole
0: energy to me was so... For me, for me, it's been life changing, honestly. In LA, it's been life for me to it's have amazing. like a tribe of people who like support you. Like, I mean, no matter what, it you know? is
1: a. I love all of my friends yeah. so much, but to have that kind of experience, it's a different energy, was really yeah. awesome. Yeah. Because it, like it makes me embarrassed. Like guys, oh my god, stop! at the same time, I'm like, keep going. No,
0: it's your birthday. Like that's yes. what you do, man. Like yeah, that's, when it's about you, it should be about you. Yeah, you know, like
1: it, that, it, That's how it is. It it was a really, really wonderful night. Good. i and, and Keegan I'm glad. and her friends really and made all And happy birthday, the
0: Madigan's birthday Thank was you. yesterday. Happy birthday!
1: I'm one year closer to thirty, which is one year closer to the age I'm supposed to be. And then once I'm thirty, I'm supposed to be forty. So I'm going have have to just be kinda, living
0: your best life. Yeah. yeah I'm
1: already kind of like eighty-five inside. So I'm I just get slowly, it. You know. I get it. You know. I feel good. I like getting older. It's a good feeling. So. So, guys, um,
0: if you want to wish Madigan a happy birthday, or you just did.
1: or just talk to us, which we did see a lot of you your guys, happy birthday
0: messages. Thank you. I got a lot of
1: them on my personal that's page. Wonderful. Too. Thank you so much. Honestly, you guys, I, I honestly think that meant more to me than like the people that I see in my daily
0: of life. Of course, yeah, because it's because like, I was like, oh my god, strangers care. They actually thought to say happy birthday yes. to you, which is amazing. And like, thank you guys so much. If you want to reach back out to us for any reason at all, um, please do email us at neighborhoodfeminist at gmail.com, DM us on Instagram, because that's where all the shit goes down for so real that's where we like, hang out that's where we hang out um, for the most part so follow us on Instagram at Angry Neighborhood Feminist you can get us on our Facebook group we've gotten a few new uh, members this week mm-hmm. you can get us on Instagram at YAMF Y-A-N-F podcast at Twitter sorry Twitter Twitter and, of course, yeah, follow us on our personal pages. It's all over our Instagram. Do it. But we love you guys so, so much. And please send us your Sister Solidarity stories. We love please, reading those. Please, please do or else it's just going to be Sienna for the next few weeks, which I'm cool with. Yeah, or, like, any... It doesn't even have to be necessarily, like, typical Sister Solidarity stories. If you have a mom story, if you have a coming out story, send any of those
1: things. I mean, in. just uh, for me, it's like we get we get messages sometimes from people where I'm like this doesn't seem like something that they want shared on the air, like it's a more personal message. So let us know. But let us know if it even if it's not what you think would be a typical sister solidarity story, let us know that that's something that you feel can be shared, because we want to share the things that you sent us, Mm -hmm. because they they make an impact on our lives a lot, and we think that a lot of the stories that you all have to tell will make an impact on on our other listeners' lives. Yeah, sometimes
0: the things that I read help me in my life. Yeah. So I know that they could help other people too. Exactly. So, exactly. So um, let us know. I mean, honestly, we're open to anything at all, yeah. any kind of story, anything you feel like sharing.
1: Yeah, and, um, and we and we want to talk to you guys. Yeah. I hope you guys like get that yeah. by now that we honestly, one hundred percent, want to have a like an actual conversation. Yeah, we with have you. the best
0: listeners, truly. Like, so
1: I texted Keegan last night. I'm like. Can you believe our listeners and yeah, how amazing we they are? We have the best
0: listeners, truly. Like I can't, really,
1: really. I can't believe it. So, um,
0: so I guess okay. We're really, really sorry, kind of that this um, episode ran long. I'm not sorry, um, and we hope you're not so, too sorry either. You know, we did, we did our best. We had a lot to say this episode. We had
1: a lot to say, you know. And Keegan, I just, I just had to say that, you know, we encourage you to, to reach, reach on. We can't end two episodes with a big question mark, rage on, rage on. (laughs) Bye, bye.
0: Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts, with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women, Bobby Cannavale.
1: You can eat it.